last week on the Dice of Thunder podcast. This thing, it doesn't just stand up. It, like, flips over backwards. And then my second attack here. Oh, my gosh. is a natty freaking one. No. Prepare to kiss the Kinfencer. I'm going to summon a Dionychus. Wow. Okay. Kurobozu reaches over, (laughs) puts its hands on your shoulders, unhinges its jaw, gets real close to your puppy breath. Uh, Take me out to dinner first. (laughs) Natural one. What? (laughs) That's not good, guys. That is absolutely not good. What's the damage on Uh, 3d8 bludgeoning. Man, that's a strong single action. Strong single action. Please describe your kill. Yes. yes. <laughs> and it is still up just in time Dang. for Varg the kill, kill Stealer it. Kinbiter <laughs> <laughs> to step in and lop off its head. 18 on the die. 33 yeah. to hit. Ooh. Get hit. Great. Please describe yes. how you kill Korobozu yes. 2. Korobozu die. Tune in next week, Thunder Buddies. Oh, oh my god. As we continue to explore oh my the cradle of court. This, this is insane. This is it. And now, a new episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast, where you can't possibly fathom all the crap that Brittany puts up with. <laughs> True. I can fathom it. I can fathom it. That is a factual statement. Yep, it's a lot. Facts. We're adding to it. We well, know, we know pretty well. She keeps a tally. I see it on her computer all the time. <laughs> it's in her little notebook. I have yeah. notes. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. You do put up with a lot. I know. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And because Brittany makes breakfast, lunch, and or dinner for all of us whenever yeah. we have a session. Yeah. So, so Gotta thank keep you. us fed. Yeah, that's right. Literally fueled. So fueled know, for battle. That's Jason right. Bullman, if you're listening, come on up from Portland and hang out in the stewed. Yeah. In the stewed. The stewed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't call it that, though. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Unless you're eating stew in the stewed. Stew in the stew. Stew in the stewed. <laughs> no. Stew in the stewed. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. happened. Greg just had a stroke. Right? I did. <laughs> Are you good, brother? All of a sudden, it. I had like half Cartman in my head. Before we started recording, he was like actively observing the birds in my backyard. Yeah. Like, well, it was like making than... notes and observations. <laughs> I was having time. a moment. I was having a moment. With these birds. It's good. I didn't realize a bird can land sideways on a small pole. You know the it's okay, a bird, fam. You know when like no 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 like a vertical pole, not a horizontal one. I understand what you're saying. It's a bird. Yeah, but like, you put <laughs> you, you put bird feeders on top of things so that squirrels can't get to them, correct? Yes. You've seen a squirrel slide down the pole? A bird <laughs> a little What are we sparrow, talking about? Which I don't even know what kind of sparrow it is. Landed what sideways. Color was it? it was had, I don't know. It looked like Did it was it look like, like it, it was, was like wearing wood- a little black hat. No, this is going to sound really nerdy. Do it. It's like the wood duck of the sparrow world. If you know what a wood duck, I looks. do know what a wood duck That's is. Most chickadee. beautiful duck. Yeah, chickadee. Yeah. Okay, you saw a black cap chickadee. Black cap. Chickadee. It landed sideways. <laughs> I didn't know this was a nice ornithology. <laughs> podcast oh, it's, des- it's described as an ornithology podcast. <laughs> ornithology that's the word oh. yeah i was having a moment with the birds 
It's good. It happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. You're getting to that age. I'll get you for a journal <laughs> wow. for Christmas. Yeah. So it's, I mark off the ones I see, right? Gotta yes, catch them all? Yeah, and the date. Yeah. It's like Pokemon. Like yeah. Yeah. Now I have a pair goal? of binoculars. I'm in trouble. You know? <laughs> I'm in trouble. We'll get you all set up. Yeah. If we can throw Pokeballs at him, I'm in. We've, we've seen 25 <laughs> unique species of bird in our backyard in the last year. And that's just in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. that's just my backyard where I observe birds and have a journal to write everything down. <laughs> mm. Literally. It's incredible. Uh, what's I, funny is, I love it. Like most of the world would be like, "Oh, look at a small bird." Yeah, no, you got no. binoculars. To look it's a whole eight world. Feet. Yes. No, it's a whole door. world. It happened to Brittany and I were in Leavenworth this weekend for Thanksgiving, and we were walking through downtown, and there's this little flock of little birds that come and land in the bushes, and we're like, "Oh, look, house sparrows!" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's very exciting. It is exciting. Well, yeah. it's only Love exciting birds. if you recognize which ones you can eat and which ones you can't eat. Mm. You can't eat any of those. You can eat anything they're little if you're brave enough. enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Very true. Very true. And if there's a, some sweet baby rays, <laughs> it'll even taste good going down. To dip that woodchuck in. You dip know? a starling in some Tiny sweet wings. baby rays. Delicious. Well, the reason I brought up uh, gratitude for Brittany putting up with so much is because Pathfinder literally just changed all of its stuff with the remaster project. <laughs> oh, mm. we have eight classes at the table right now. Yeah, we right? do. A barbarian, an inventor, an oracle magus, yay, yay. a rogue psychic, and a sorcerer druid. Mm-hmm. And out of all eight of those, only the druid was wholeheartedly changed in the uh, first remaster. <laughs> Thanks. Buffed or nerfed? Um, I think it's that all nerfed. of the remastering was buffs across okay. the board. Okay. And I wanted to take a second to talk about it because it's on every Pathfinder nerd's mind right now is, you know, what is this remaster? What's behind it? If you're big into Pathfinder, you know already. Uh, but if you don't and your name's Gil, which I'm hoping that that's the case, <laughs> what the what the folks at Paizo have done is rebuilt and rebranded Pathfinder so that it is uh, away from or separate from the open gaming license that was published by Wizards of the Coast some 25, 30 years ago or whatever it was. I don't know the exact date. But uh, Wizards of the Coast, in their infinite wisdom, which is not true, uh, their wisdom is stunted at like <laughs> oh, no. age six. But they Whoa. they decided That's... to... I know, I'm not a lot of wise six-year-olds out there. I'm sorry, I don't have any love for Wizards of the Coast right now. Wow. Or six-year-olds. I love six-year-olds. <laughs> I just don't think they should be in charge of gaming companies. <laughs> <laughs> I love Magic the Gathering, though. Yes, I know, right? Because that's, that's the, the one like thing. Magic the Gathering is phenomenal yeah. and lots of fun. But they've been doing this with Magic too over the years. You've seen it. You're you're a player of Magic. You know, I'm a nerd. If you try to play an official game of Magic, you can only use the current or the three previous editions of the game, right? And there's unless like you're 40 playing editions. Legacy, and I'm a Legacy player, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a Legacy player <laughs> okay. too. Every time I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on Magic cards, <laughs> but uh, they specifically were made a public statement that. Dungeons and Dragons was their most under monetized property at Hasbro and made it all about, well, how can we collect so many doll hairs? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that came under fire immediately was their open gaming license, which Pathfinder and Pathfinder second edition are published under along with a slew of other things out there. And they use that, um, that open system to do simple stuff like, uh, the Druid perfect example wild empathy it's Mm -hmm. an ability that all druids get and it's their ability to interact with nature and speak to animals and plants and stuff like that 
Well, that is a specifically Dungeons and Dragons term, wild empathy, and it is uh, housed inside of their licensing agreement. And so what Paizo did was they went through their entire selection of current stuff, and I specifically from the um, core rulebook, the game mastery guide, and the bestiary, and identified what are the things that are tied to Wizards of the Coast and the open gaming license, and let's rebrand those, recreate them, re redistribute them, and so that's what the remaster. Now is. it's called Untamed Sympathy. No, yeah, Just kidding. <laughs> it, it's close. <laughs> What's it called? Brittany, it's called Voice of Nature. Okay, is what it's called. That's not I'm bad. Like that went bad. That's not bad. It, right, they all got. They're all glow ups. Yeah. Every single one of these changes. But you're going to notice something. So the reason we're talking about it is because for the last sixty episodes, we've been saying uh, Ray of Frost, and we've yeah. been saying Acid Splash, and yeah. we've been and well, those, actually we've been saying Sky Bowels, but right, true. Mm-hmm. So our names for our spells don't change no our power words don't change okay in fact i don't know why they didn't just use our power words to name Dude. the spells because exactly. i've copywritten this show uh, <laughs> no. all of our spells now are basically different <laughs> names they all have different names they have to take our power words <laughs> they don't just you'll <laughs> never take our freedom <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't just they didn't change in name only that's okay. what i'm trying to say they didn't change in name only so uh. Good example, Acid Splash, Sky Bowels. The first spell cast on the Dice of Thunder podcast. We'll still say Sky Bowels, Mm -hmm. but we'll be casting the spell Caustic Blast, which actually does different. It does a blast in a five-foot radius, not a single target and splash damage. So a similar effect where we're shooting some energy out with acid damage and doing a thing, but now it damn it specifically damages equally in a five foot radius an emanation like Mm. a like fireball or any other blast spell the whole reason for that change is because acid splash is an ogl specific wizards of the coast spell oh does this mean like enemies are going to change too it does and that's coming in a few months when the uh new uh remastered bestiary comes out i've already talked about the dragons yeah and the chromatic and metallic dragons are going away Gelatinous that's like cube. A, a that's, that's already not in the Pathfinder bestiary. Yeah. It's they added into modules and stuff like that. You know, like when you play uh, Age of Ashes, we sure. you fight a gelatinous cube. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It swallowed At me. Some point. <laughs> it swallowed me a couple weeks ago. It that was did. great. So maybe each time we use one of the remastered spells, we can just we might be talk about it. it. Yeah, read yeah. it really quick. Because the damage does change. Uh, yeah. Ray of Frost different uh burning hands gone is now breathe fire no direction what a classic spell is now oh. is now know the way hey this is the way right so there's some they're all real subtle changes i thought you were saying the fire thing has no direction i was like what yeah no it does <laughs> breathe it. fire okay. is a yeah. cone of fire yeah but it does a different ability and has a different save now attached to it so you're going to start hearing those differences, Gil. Don't sweat it too much. We're here to guide you through it. And yeah, mm. we have no, fully to, applied the remaster. We're here to fumble our way through That's it and right. for you to learn with us. We're here to make terrible mistakes and get it all <laughs> wrong so that you can go into your game at home and get it right. <laughs> and then be like, I remember when they screwed this up on the Dice of Thunder podcast. 
And you yep. should like and subscribe and share with your friends. That's right. Hey, do share <laughs> us with your friends, folks. You're out there. Yes, We're please. 61 episodes deep. We love you so much, and we would like to uh, share that with the world and yep. as many people as you can. So All the peoples. Get out there. Get on social media. Talk about how much you love the Dice of Thunder, how bad we are at playing Pathfinder, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and how fun that is. Without Yeet. without further ado, we were in a horrible time dungeon full of death and, and awfulness. Ew, gross. Yes. Full and, of death and destruction. And um, we got through a Kurobozu fight, which I totally boofed. And Greg um, came up to me like we had a like a poker game or something. And he like ran after me as soon as I came <laughs> to the door. And he was like, everything you did in that fight was wrong. I'm like, oh, God. It wasn't that Thanks, bad. Greg. <laughs> I was like, hey, have we considered maybe this? Here's another perspective. And, and then he's like, have you considered maybe reading the rules? <laughs> And applying them appropriately. <laughs> no. The big thing that I messed up was that the Kurobozu has a flurry attack that I used on you guys like every round. You have to hit with both attacks in order to apply the um, stun condition. Mm-hmm. So that was the big the big thing that I got wrong was I was given the stun condition or making you save against it after only one of the attacks landed. It didn't really have too much of an effect. Had there been like a character death or something really difficult to get through, I would have, I would be retconning it. But just it's kind know, of a mess. I, to I go acknowledge back to that, that I screwed that one up completely, and that's on me. My bad. Duval's leaving. He's packing up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Out of here. I can't work like this. this it's <laughs> you, gotta, sub, you gotta care more. It's real sub. <laughs> You're gonna par. do it. I know. I, I do, do it, care. Do it. I mean, this is coma. There's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Don't let us down, man. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. (laughs) Representing all of Tacoma to the podcasting world, except for like the 25 other podcasts that are based in Tacoma. I get it. That that grit will scratch you. (laughs) It's it's unforgiving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Thunder Buddies. That was it from that fight? That was the big one. Yeah. I also, we did the counteract check a little bit off. Um I feel like that is something when we approach it again, we can just talk through it. You can just explain it again. Yeah. And the quick and dirty, easy way to summarize it is that a counteract check is an attack. It's a spell attack against the DC of the thing you're counteracting. Yep. And you use that DC as an armor class, basically. Cool. That's the simplest way to look at it when you're using a spell. Now, when you're counteracting like with a medicine check versus a disease or something. It's a little different in basic form. If you're casting a spell to counter something, you're doing a spell attack against whatever that thing is. It's DC as if you were using a Flissa mm-hmm. to attack someone's armor class. And yes, of course you heard us say we went in Leavenworth. And so yes, of course we went to Krampus's cove and we got cool nerd Krampus. swag. So cool. New dice, new board game dice that only rolls Natty 20s. I'm surprised we made it out with only those things. <laughs> Brittany took 15 minutes rolling, digging through a giant mimic chest. Yeah. Trying to find a single D20 that would roll her a 20. Found it. Found wow. It. Hey. And then she was like, oh! Yeah. I turned around to share the joy and Scott was gone. No, he was nowhere. People like, were looking at me like I'm insane. It's like, wow, just leave me hanging here. That's great. I'm, I'm like, not watching you roll 8,000 Yeah, dies. there it is. Oh, there it is. That's right. That's where, what I heard. Where's this die that, that, that you got? Right here. It looks cool. Ooh, it's like yeah. a kind of like a candy. It's looking. like a Formica countertop looking. But it doesn't matter because it rolled a Boom. natural 20 like. immediately. It's here to play. Yeah. It's here to play. And it During grease, too. We'll see how it performs in game, but you know. 
Yeah, during its audition, it, it nailed the yeah, role. It nailed the role. Oh, see what it's I did here there? to play. We also got some really cool like rubber dice that have big numbers because we're old. That sounds suspect. Why? I don't know, because you have them. Eight. Yeah, because oh, you have 19. them. Yeah. See? Yeah. They they roll why, fantastic. why does it sound suspect? You have rubber die. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Brittany has a pair, too. Or okay, a set. fair. That's fair. It's yeah. not a pair, a set. And look how big these numbers are. Whoa. That's, that's pretty fun. cool. Even I can read those. Right? <laughs> My eyes don't work as well as they used to. Welcome to the old people playing Pathfinder <laughs> podcast. so fun. <laughs> Is it dice? putting after this? <laughs> Can you believe it? I don't even need to use There's my magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have batteries? You have batteries for your Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Just plugging it. Do you remember that little uh, screen thing that went over the top to light it up? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So great. You remember I, had, the, I had the worm light attachment. Yeah, that's hover yep. over top of it, or the thing to magnify it. Oh, I remember the magnify yeah. thing. Just like, yep, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> fantastic. Oh, we're old. Yeah. Well, hit me with some of that creepy oh, uh, Cradle of Quartz music. With your best shot. Fire away. The Shum Follow Five have retreated oh. to the I hate this hexagonal shape <laughs> entry room. Now I want to. Uh, reiterate the thing that you learned about this hound of Tindalos that is stalking you through these the halls of this dungeon that <laughs> I'm sorry I loved that segue because it was like a stand-up comedian you ever you know you go and you watch a stand-up comedian or you listen to one and they walk out on stage and like there's this big intro or whatever and then they immediately just like go right into their joke yeah the other day I was whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah it's so awkward for me <laughs> I don't know why when I, when I watch that I'm like ooh it's coming their awkward transition is coming and I just did one and it wasn't that bad no it's not that's why you they don't get weird inside I, yeah <laughs> that's good but now until the play by play yeah now I had now. to make it awkward I had to double down on the awkward <laughs> obviously <laughs> this guy it likes corners it likes I, um, sharp corners. sharp corners that are 90 degrees or less Acute. an internal angle and so if you are looking at the angles in this room they are all of them greater than 90 degrees mm -hmm. otherwise it would be stepping inside of a wall right right so that's i just want you guys to understand that this is as probably the safest through. area from that particular thing from that particular thing yes you would be correct. There Not will be other else. things, is what you're saying? I don't know. I always Maybe. assume there's other things. Yeah. There is, There is. you know, the what's the shape, though, of the secret room? Super square. It, very square. Yeah. So the the way that the last episode ended off was the Shumfalla 5 wanting to sleep because they had just been kurabozu'd. Big time. I'm down to nine yeah, hit points, and I'm fatigued. And I'm at 11. Do you wish to right now set up some sort of camp inside this dungeon that's the question on the minds of the shum follow five i really want to Can and we i'm camp scared behind about the it. throne room no there's no, that's ring. Oh, never mind in never the mind. square never room mind. absolutely don't, no. no stop it <laughs> is that door shut by the way you can shut it. With Let's the... shut it and push the chair in front of it. Okay. So <laughs> no, you... it doesn't matter. It can walk through walls. Never mind. But it only goes where ninety degree angles are, so we could do that, and it wouldn't. All right. Let's do it. I don't even know if it can move around. It didn't move a step. It can only 
dimension door freely yeah. out of a 90 degree angle. All right, okay. Varg, Mr. Muscles, go push that chair yeah. in front of the door. All right. You, Do I need, uh, I'll I help need, an, I need an athletics check. Athletics. Can you I can, aid him? You can aid him? Sure. <gasps> and roll the new aid check? Roll the new aid check, baby. Boom, baby. The keto, the keto Chungus, the default DC for aid Ew. is now 15 in the remastered Chungus, so you only, and you only need to be in a reasonable location to provide aid, so we will now be giving aid on a 15 or higher. Which, I'm on his back. That's what's how your athletics? My athletics is plus nine, and I rolled a natty 16. That's a critical success. <laughs> and T-E-M-L, what, what are you in athletics? Trained, expert? I am trained. Okay, so that's so a plus two to this roll. Yeah. From I got a 23 success. total. All right, that is a success. You were able to shove the... Um, it's a success. I can't, I can't make a stone. From the plus two, <laughs> by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, we needed so it. So nice work, Darnayru. Thanks for helping everyone and else. And you, uh, you uh, grind, you push that stone <laughs> yeah, across the... stone grinding noise. I wish I could. You have to, have to download a new sound set. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was okay. Yeah. I liked that was it. like an Egyptian tomb. Yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> that was like a door, a stone door. I was there. You took. You put me in the moment, so I, I appreciate that. Brendan? <laughs> and and Luton goes over and twists the sconce back to the location when she originally found it, and uh, the door shuts. The stone throne is now placed in front of the secret door, and now you wish to set up camp. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Can we heal? Waste all of our spells healing, Varg and I? Typically, that is a smart move. <laughs> so, why don't you hit us with some Kairos heal down magic? Down heal magic. <laughs> all right, everybody has burned all of their spells, and we are back. Kairos and Luton, neither one of them used any heal spells during that combat, so they've just sort of burned them all. Yeah. But you all are in a dungeon, dungeon, resting, in a dangerous spot for the first time. In order to complete this camping experience, I need a stealth check. Stealth from one up. person, and anyone can aid. Everyone, please aid my stealth check. Yeah, I'll try. It's making me want to bring back Cloudy, my cloud oh, die. Oh, man. That was awful. This is stellar. Stealth rolls to aid. All right, what did everybody get? At a 30. Oh, that's a crit Whoa. success. I got a 7. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Natural okay. 20. Whoa. With the new one. The new yeah. rubber die? Oh, my gosh. No, the no. new D20. Oh, come yeah. on. That thing only rolls 20? <laughs> I think so. The counter die for the win. I have plus nine to stealth. Also. Get out of here. I'm about to drive to Leavenworth, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what's your trained expert? What's your I'm skill proficiency in stealth? Train. Plus nine. Train. 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 So these wow. are both plus two. So plus four to whatever Greg rolled. Well, they're plus four from each, right? So it's no, plus eight. No, plus two, plus two. Because they got crit, but they got crit successes. Crit success as a trained is a plus two. Boo. It's okay, I know. Deeper. I want more. <laughs> it's not enough. Natty sixteen. That's probably plus fourteen. Okay. Plus, so thirty-four four. for yeah, stealth to lot. hide your presence and we reduce paint our the bodies the same color as the floor. <laughs> yeah. <just> lay down. <laughs> Going full pita. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was funnier than that. Nope. Dang. I'm excited for the new movie that's coming out, the prequel. Don't be. Don't be. Don't you squash my excitement. money grab. Don't yuck my yum. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you feel very confident that you are leaving little trace. The last thing, then, that I need is to know if you guys want to talk about anything. So we're camping in a building. You got, got, there's no fire going because you're all eating MREs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've set up some perimeter 
defense. But we're feeling pretty safe and feeling, secure. Yeah, feeling okay. safe. So I think feeling uh, hidden for sure. Hidden. Okay. So I think uh, Darnayru is still kind of thinking back to this weird dream that he had when that uh, when the time dog, <laughs> time dog, that's what I'm gonna call him for now on, was like put it like knocked us all out. And so uh, I don't know. He turned to everybody and say the the dreams that we all had they were they were very very interesting um i think we should talk through them more like what was your experience what did you see and i just kind of open it up looking at everybody so luton turns to darnayru and says i had the strangest dream it was a memory but instead of my dad's face it was one of those time hounds and it's scare- it scared me yeah it- I-, I wonder what it means if it means something it seemed like something like details had been changed in mine it was a real memory that i had but it didn't end the same as what it you all killed my my father in my memory my dream or my my whatever this was fake news fake news (laughs) it it was very very real even balnor was in it balnor who exactly (laughs) no just kidding (laughs) Bark knows about I feel like such an outsider. <laughs> he, he was at Belnor's. So yeah, he was. He was. Varg, yeah. did you did you have a dream? Yes, I. I uh, it was more of a memory. The day Bristlebane was exiled from our clan, I was the one to escort her out. But she said something to me this time that was different. She said that in time I would regret this decision to exile her. Oh, wow. And for a second, I I believed her. Well, to bring you some comfort, she is very much dead right now. But what so, if, what if the decision led me to my demise? It definitely led you to the Shumfall of Five. But we're, exactly. pr- we're pretty awesome, so... I love all you guys, but... Uh, <laughs> but you make some... But if you kill me, I'm going to kill you. If you kill me, I'm going to kill you. murder you. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I want to know is Kairos is, Who's making fun of my voice <laughs> What I want to know is how, how can you be sure your Dream was a vision And not just a dream This this creature playing tricks on us I, I don't know If it was a dream A spell Or a premonition But I am worried about my father And his journey Something, something bad is happening here. I don't want to let this place get to us, though. It definitely seems to be playing tricks on our minds. So, be of big resolve. Yeah. Huzzah! Huzzah. <laughs> You're right. Who brought the marshmallows? Oh, we don't have a fire, never mind. As you guys are resting and preparing your spells and thinking about this moment in this strange place... Kairos, you feel uh, like an itching on your shoulder. It's bothering you. It's, you scratch it a couple times. But uh, my, my shoulder's itching. It's, it's bothering me. Can you reach it? Would you like some help? You, you, can, you can reach it, but it's like it, you, no matter what you try to do, you can't uh, You can't scratch it hard enough. Do any of you want to look at it? I'll, scra- I'll scratch your back, buddy. Uh, come on. He, he might have a rash. We should probably look at it a little closer. So you all kind of go up to Kairos and inspect his his shoulder and you see a thin blue thread sewing itself together 
over the top of his shoulder. Wait, a blue thread? Like a blue tunic being sewed on your butt, eh? What? Uh, it's slow. Please stop making these noises. <laughs> it's happening slowly. It's happening slowly. And if, and if you try to remove it, it fades away and disappears in your hands or your fingers, and then it reappears on his shoulder. Like continuing to what? make progress? Yeah, continuing to very, very slowly knit itself together on his body. This, this blue thread. That's what you see. And the, the and the thread, uh, like at the end of the thread, if you follow it, it looks like it's coming out of a like little tiny, almost imperceptible light source. And there's this thread that's weaving through this light source and then sewing itself together on his body. Kairos, what is happening? What is this? It, it looks like... No, it couldn't be. And Kairos recognizes the <gasps> colors of his family crest. Wow. The crest! How, how is this possible? Your father, is he is he doing this? Where is this, this light coming from? This is... What is happening? <laughs> so mechanically, let's do an arcana check. Yeah, I like mechanics. Arcanics. <laughs> I want to call it that for Arcanics? now. Arcanics? Arcanics. That's what it should be called. <laughs> um, can I get help? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go aid. to aid. Or you can do an independent check. That's what would. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like you too. do your own arcana oh. check. You don't have to aid. Yeah. Um, well, for my own arcana check, I rolled a 22, and I'm trained. Are you, you just have to declare beforehand if you're aiding or doing oh. an independent check. I guess I should re-roll. Um, I'll aid. That okay. Been an awesome aid. Who are you aiding? Uh, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Meta gaming. Who are you metagaming? Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nineteen total. That is a successful aid under the, the new, new rules. keto chungus aid rules. It is working in my favor. So Greg got a twenty-one. Twenty-two. Are you untrained in arcane? I'm untrained. Okay, so it's a plus one. Okay, so twenty-three total then. 17 total trained. So Kairos, in the moment, you're confused by this, not really sure exactly what's going on. Darnairu, you're feeling this psychic resonance. It's almost like you can reach through that little light portal with your mind and you feel something on the other side of it. You feel a presence of a, of a person, someone you've never interacted with before. And if you connect your mind to Kairos's in this moment, the two of you are trying to figure out what's going on. Luton's helping. And it to Kairos, it feels familiar. It feels safe. Whatever, whatever this is, this is this translocating of material that's happening here. Yes. You can't quite put your finger on it, but you know that it's not dangerous. It's some sort of scrying. Some advanced form of magical translocation that's happening. That's incredible. What is what is happening? Kairos, do you feel this? Do you feel this in your mind? Uh, I feel warmth. Uh, I feel calm. Then I don't think it is anything that we should be worried about, but it might actually be something that brings you comfort. Uh, and only time will tell. Yes. This is, this is fascinating. I need time to rest. Awesome. Speaking of... It is time to get in that rest. I rolled already a check to see if maybe something randomly would appear nope. during mm. during your rest. Mm -hmm. But a 34 on stealth is really good. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you are 
able to get your full eight hours nice. and hide from any dangers that are in this dungeon. So everybody can hit that rest and prepare, and we can set out anew. And after time goes by, Kairos, you notice there's a little bit more. A little bit more. You put your armor on, and it hides the tunic. What's the size of it now? It's about the size of a business card. Okay. You know? It's not a, not very big. Like a debit card. It's a very slow process. Yeah. It's very slowly, like one thread is just sort of doing this acrobatic self-assembly if, on your body. That's dope. If the light hole was a little bit bigger, I'm sure this process would be faster. So why don't you go talk to your dad real quick? <laughs> Where do you want to go now? You've got a whole fresh set of spells and crap in front of you. I feel... Feel like this we dungeon's need to... on easy. I need to. I need to up the difficulty. I think. Oh, uh, every encounter is almost <laughs> killing us. Uh, we did the the north hallway first. Yep, there are two the to the north. The you left. did the westmost. There are two to the south. And we did the we did the first door on the left and the first door on the right. So now we have another door on the left and the end of the hallway, I believe, or and it's just an open wing of the end of the hallway. As you go up to the end of that hallway, you do see the evidence of tunneling of an unfinished section of the Cradle of Quartz, where clearly this was where everything stopped. As you get to the end of that hallway, which is like 75 feet long, once again... Never alone. You hear this noise. What do you do in the moment? Uh, Back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. You guys go back down into the hexagonal main quarter? Okay. Yeah, so... Let's stay away from that side. What do we want? Do we want to try the other hallways first? Then and see if this time dog is down there too. So that's a dead end. That where oh, you fully ha- okay, yeah, fully dead end when you were up there. Yeah, let's try the next one. Time let's dog. Let's go south. Straight south. Okay, lead the way, Varg. Following you. You guys, instead of going to the other north, you're gonna go south. Okay. Instead of the other north, there are two to the oh, north. Yeah, northeast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Go Straight south. south. Okay. Um, and I'm going to be avoiding notice with my weapons out. Very good. I too will be avoiding notice with my. Oh, wait, you're going to be detecting magic? Who is detecting magic? Oh, no, no, no. I'm Brittany de- detects magic. Yeah. What do you do? And you usually don't avoid notice. You usually search for danger so you can roll your perception check instead of your stealth as an yeah, initiative. Yeah, yeah, that part. I will be noticing with my weapons out. Searching. <laughs> Seeking. <laughs> Seeking. Noticing is something. <laughs> I'm putting this hallway on notice. <laughs> Okay, if someone so was scouting, we would be... Through hallway. We would get a one to our initiatives, wouldn't we? Yes. But that requires a scout. Someone willing to scout. We need a fifth party member. <laughs> <laughs> this is No, we definitely do not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All, we can have a fifth party member, but all of you have to give up one of your classes. Gross. No. <laughs> I can send out Sudaku again. Yes, oh, you can. Oh, you could do that. Tell it to find undead things. I don't know how to do that. Go find dead stuff. Okay. <laughs> you send the clockwork spy off of your pinky finger. Yep. Down the south hallway. Another 75-foot hallway all the way down to the south. About halfway down, you notice a corridor to the left, right where there's a sconce. And then further past that, to the end of the hallway, there's a, a room that opens up that you can't see from where you're at because you're just right at the beginning of the hallway. Okay. Okay. So your pinky ring alert friend yep, zips on out. What is the command that you give it? Legit, um, okay, legit command that you actually give the thing. <laughs> Could <I> t- <laughs> Knuckle up, buckle up. That's what you tell it to do. Could, uh, <laughs> my first instinct is to tell him to go look for and report back if he finds undead. 
Okay. Undead. Mm-hmm. Got it. Is that like in zombies or just people I who aren't I guess dead. it's a magical, so hmm. the whole thing's magical. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You see the clockwork spies go mm-hmm. off and go down the, the hallway, and it, it's gone for a few minutes, 10 minutes or so, as it zips into that first side room and flies around, and then it goes down to the end of the hallway, and you lose track of it going around the corner of both of these entrances. And then it flies back, and it lands on your pinky finger, and you feel the negative sound. Hmm. There are okay. no undead creatures in that direction. Now, you still have some time left on this thing's activation mm-hmm. if you want to send it anywhere else. I don't think you both are defining undead the same. How How are no? you? Then let's clear that up. How are sure. you defining undead? Because that's it is a broad category. S- something that's walking around that shouldn't be. And, and, <laughs> and the, reason that, the reason you feel that way, Duval, is because I was like, oh, okay, undead. And yeah. I was yeah, really cheerful like, about it. Yeah. It's true. No. <laughs> well, I can tell you. And I'm not lying, because that would be toxic. There are... <laughs> your pinky ring, magic pinky Woo-hoo! ring, did not find any undead down that hallway. Okay. This is yeah. so bad. We have time left on I, it. We're looking for Kosawana. Send it to find something alive or moving. That's a great idea. Okay. That's a great idea. Let's do that. So we're doing the do find something that's moving... That's the one I like. Trick. Okay. So it. Uh, no. <laughs> are you sending it back down the same location? I. That's I'm, up to you. I'm going to command it to go down the same location and then go down the next hallway. What is that thing's um, like perception check? Like what, what are its abilities? So let's check. Winder's ring. This is awesome. It is awesome. It has a mechanical like ability to detect. I think maybe not. I don't know. It might be your perception. No. Okay. So why don't no. you, let's have Varg roll a perception. The only check. yeah. The only it has a DC sixteen flat check for that's if, if when you're you extending it. Device yeah. If you're winding creature, a clockwork device. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, so, I'll have you roll a perception check then, Varg. Which fits. He's the searcher anyway, so this is fine. And it's attuned to him. Yeah. I like what you guys are doing here. You're taking some time to scout a little bit. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Twenty-five total. Okay. The ring, as it returns to you from the main corridor that you guys are looking at, the one to the south, um, it points this time when it returns, and it points all the way down at the very end of the hall. You see it pointing basically what? straight on, Ooh. as in something was moving down there. That's the impression you get, because that was what you told it to look for, mm-hmm. something that's moving. So okay. You, there was something... <laughs> You don't know. runs in. It, you know, like, yeah. Varg goes into a rage and swings his asses <laughs> right down the hallway. <laughs> was it an elder magma dragon? Oh, or was no. it a moth? I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah, one of those. Exactly. It was moving, though, whatever it was. So Luton speaks up and says, this area appears to be symmetrical. So if we went north and the hallway's the same north and it looks like it's the same south... I believe if we go south down this long hallway, we're going to run into more time hounds. I believe that we will always have that potential anytime there's a corner in this place. Right. But we need to find Kosawana. I wonder if we should start with the second hallway that's to the north. That's more diagonal. Go deeper into this cavern of time and dungeonness. Dungeonous crap of time. That seems dangerous. <laughs> the whole thing's dangerous. Oh, seafood <laughs> jokes. Dungeonous. <laughs> I feel like the the southern 
Okay, here's Greg speaking. I'm a completionist. <laughs> I like to check every room. Yes. And sure. I feel like this is a quicker dead end to hit and come back than going further in and potentially missing something. Okay. Sure. Even if it was moving, we could run all the way back down the hallway into the room and have it ch- kite us back there or kite it back to us, and then we can fight it in the open room if it's something other than uh, a timeout. That's so my thought. That's a good I, idea. That's fine. But the idea, the notion of kiting something does not work when you're not playing a real-time game. I just want to put that out there. Does not work unless you're playing a real-time game? Yeah. Yeah, it's like move and he'd move and like, move and move. Yeah, you're playing World of Warcraft in your mind where I'm like, oh, I'm going to kite this giant all the way into, you know, the human capital city, whatever it was called. I used to do that all the yeah. time. Yeah, it's just really hard <laughs> to fight him in a hallway. So you have yeah, to move. Sure. So we'd just be moving and he'd be chasing us and attacking us at the same time. That's right, because... It's all about action economy. So when you think about having to kite something, kiting gale means you're moving away from it and you're baiting it to follow you, like you're pulling a kite along on a string. Yeah. Only this time, the string, if it has more, if the kite has better movement speed than you do, then it's going to fly and it's going to bite you in the butt every turn. Yeah. And then you're going to be all like, but I was kiting it. And then I got to hear about that for two weeks. I figure it takes me one <laughs> one turn, and I can go way longer than this. I can go 90 feet in one I turn. just want you to take off your Skyrim hat. <laughs> I can't And I that. want you to put it's on... It's physically sewn to my it's, scalp. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> it's been imprinted on my brain. Uh, yes, when he closes his eyes, it just says Dovahkiin. <laughs> no, he sees the countdown for the rest timer. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Tick, tick, tick. What was mm-hmm. the information we got from the Nicteras? That, that there, that there is a. Oh gosh! Uh, you know what? I'm so glad you asked that because that's a big brain. That's yeah. What Kreethney told you was that there was a colony of Nictera in right. this cave yeah. somewhere. Yeah, we saw them. And them. if we can find them before we run around. But you also haven't sent out your spy to look for Nictera. There we go. Good point. There we go. Well, I can do that first. If we can find them, maybe they can give hallway. us some more information about what's actually in here and we can be I not blindly it. running around everything about yeah. what you just brilliant. said brilliant how have they survived we need to find them i i mean they must have a safe spot in here they have a safe word if, oh and when word. the hound of tindalo shows up they just say banana pudding like, and then he I, leaves i'd love to know what the safe <laughs> word is then. it's a banana pudding oh yeah oxen free i feel right. like do you do that then with your yeah, I'm gonna send it out. That's a, send it everywhere. That's a really good suggestion. How many times can you use this thing? Until it, gets it has a it has like a ten minutes of use, and okay. and then you can only use it once every hour. Okay. But it hasn't been ten minutes. It flew down a seventy five foot corridor and came, came back. Right back. Okay. Twice, so it's running out of time. But but yeah, you literally said the first time it went out that it's going on for a few minutes, like ten minutes. No, did I? Yeah. No, it, I don't think it's a ten minute search. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I walked that back. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. The ring transforms into a clockwork spy for up to one hour. Oh, yeah. Well, unless it gets broken. Then... Thanks, Duval, for clarifying that. <laughs> I, was, I was paying attention. <laughs> search this whole building for Nectera. 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 Is that what you, Jordan? It's your yeah. pinky ring. Okay, it's your magical guy. pinky ring. <laughs> okay, little guy. Go find the little Nictera. Ah, no, I love you too. Go. <laughs> now we'll talk about that later. Just go. No, <laughs> later. 
<laughs> and it flies away. Do you have a direction that you want to send it off just so I... You are in control of this thing. Just ping the map where you, which direction you'd like it to go first. I want to see if the movement he found in the first hallway he checked was Nectera. Okay, so it flies down that first corridor. It comes back. The negative. Negative. No, the no I thought sound. negative was two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, two, two maybe buses. they blended together. It's like, <laughs> a, it's like a unibrow. Let's check. Buzz! Yeah. <laughs> Buzz. Whoa! Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> check the, the north. Yeah. All right. So it goes up the eastern north corridor, and you see it disappear around the corner. After a couple minutes, it comes back, and it flies in, and right before it lands on your finger, it turns into an arrow. And it points off in that the direction of that northern corridor. Fantastic. Oh, and yes. Okay. You guys, it, it it found something. It may have found the Nectera. Do we Let's... want to go there first then? Yes. 100. <laughs> I think if we Keep find it 100. <laughs> them, maybe they can help us find our way through here without getting hurt. I think that is a very good idea. As you go up this corridor, about 20 feet or so, it turns to the right in an obtuse angle. Thank you. And you see ahead of you another 20 feet, another obtuse angle. But at the end of that 20 feet is a door to the south right there. Mm. And it's a large stone door wedged shut. And further off to the north, this hallway, five feet wide the whole time, zigzags a little bit, two obtuse angles, still heading in a northeasterly direction. Another 30 feet up, you see a square-ish chamber open up. Square-ish. Well, it's a rectangular. It's two by two by four. Corners. And and it, there do appear to be sharper corners, and it appears to be a dead end. So, yeah, that's what okay. you got. Another, nice. another dead end, and then you've got this other door to the south. And the ring is pointing at that door? That door. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay. To the south. And then it deconstructs and goes back on your finger. Should we knock first? We what should, if? We should knock and then say, Krithni sent us. What oh, if? good idea. Or no, we got, we got to show the, the we got heirloom. The, what was it, a necklace? It was a crown, ring, oh, necklace. And I, I said it was stone. It's not stone. I'm sorry. It's a full. It's a wooden door. Oh, a normal door. It's just door. swollen sh- hard shut against the door jamb. Uh, and it's stiff to the okay. touch. I absolutely okay. think we should knock, not just bust in. I agree. I don't want him to attack us, but we need to say that Kreethni Cre- sent us or something. Okay. Varg will knock gently. So Varg knocks. <laughs> wow. This oh is his gentle <laughs> knock. Terrible. His giant paws. <laughs> How does... There, there we go. go. Foley. Hold on. Let me try it again. Yeah. So Varg knocks. There we and go. And... How's it and you hear from the other side of the door a bunch of shuffling and fluttering and and squeaking noises oh good we found them nope but you can't make out anything in particular the time hound is behind that door no it's not dipping these Nectarian ranch dressing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, ranch vinaigrette yeah that's what you hear Uh, that's our friends Varg tell us that Kritni sent us I think their god should talk to them. Ooh, oh, good idea. <laughs> okay, so Luton, uh, right behind Varg here. Uh, what should I say? Because Luton has the, what is now the, the headband, right? Am I wearing the heirloom? We, um, or, I don't know, are you? It, it didn't uh, give any match. You just have these tokens of crazy. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. I'm wearing it, so we'll just start there. 
my instinct is just to introduce yourself and say we met and helped your cousins. I don't know your other family, Creethney, uh, Creethney, <laughs> and the clan. other Nictera. Yeah, okay. and they um, they said that you could help us. Okay. Uh, so Luton says to the closed door, "I am Luton, and these are my friends." We were sent here by Creethney and the other Nyctera to find safe passage with you. Please open the door. What language do you say that in? Which language do they speak? I speak Sylvan? it as well, right? It was... Oh, Sylvan. That, da, da, da. Uh, we need like a tone and now for... Now we have wild song. Oh, it's new. We need a tone for like... Um, old verbiage. Old, old verbiage versus <laughs> new verbiage. Used to be Sylvan is now just called Fae. Oh, Fae. Fae. Hmm. I also have Wild Song. Which wild is Song new. is the Druid okay, language. Okay. Which so, used to be Druidic is now Wild Song. So Nick okay. Terra were speaking Sylvan. Now there's now it's Fae. Now it's called so Fae. So Luton says this in Fae. Awesome. Cool. You hear a response in Fae from the other side of the door that just says, Please help us. See? Help us. We can't open the door. Ranch oh, dressing. Oh, Ranch stuck in there. dressing. <laughs> Bark, I think we need to break down the door. Here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to do that, I need an athletics right. check. That's great. That's good. Like oh, it. man. He has next. You have to. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. This is aidable. Stand back. It's an athletics check. We're going to break it. Maybe not. By the way, if you like The Shining, you have to watch uh, Doctor Sleep. Oh, yeah. That was great. Oh, really? my gosh. Wasn't it yeah, so was good? What if you hated The Shining? You and McGregor. Of it. You should still... <laughs> It's still worth it. Yeah, Ewan McGregor was baller in that movie. He was so good. You failed the... How'd you do there, No, Bubba? I didn't. 23 total. 23 total. You put your colo foot in this door, and it pops right open, right yeah. off. Yeah. And just flies open. And as you look inside... <laughs> flies open slowly. <laughs> you see a pool of water, oh, no. exactly the way Creethney described, and inside there are 20-ish of these little... Bad creatures that look like they could fit inside a coffee cup. Oh, yep, <laughs> they're cute. They are cute. All of them in one coffee cup? No. Okay. They would have their own coffee cup. Oh, yeah. There's about mean. a dozen of them. A swollen door separates this roughly worked cavern from the rest of the temple. A series of holes in the ceiling drip water into a clear pool. The remains of long rotten buckets and barrels lie heaped in one corner of the chamber. Their so, their icons look like pugs. They do. <laughs> Something unique about this room, though, is that it has all rounded edges and no corners. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. where we hang out. That's where we hang out. It's smaller than I thought it was. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. And they, they're saying this in Fae. Uh, but then they repeat it in common because they see this giant oh. knoll It's very creature. hospitable. Oh, Colo. I speak oh, Fae. You do? I do. Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fantastic. Formally Sylvan. Uh, would you like to <laughs> fill uh, the rest of us in, please? <laughs> there doesn't appear to be a leader. There's, they're just all in this rabble. Um, we've been trapped in here for forever. And you, you also you observe the sides of the cave. There's, there's uh, mold and fungus and stuff like that growing on the cave walls. And it looks as though it's being cultivated. Oh, hmm. they're geniuses. They're doing their best. That's so cool. Okay. So Luton says... Bow before me! <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. How long have you been trapped in here, in Faye? Just, just let us go. Just let us go. We don't want any trouble. Oh. Ask questions about what they yeah, know we and stuff. Help. We're not here to harm you. Or show oh, okay. the thing. So Luton takes the heirloom crown. I can't remember what it was. It was her 
Yeah, her, her she gave you her crown as a reward, but it was okay. her necklace that was like this her symbol. Okay, so Luton holds up the necklace and says, <gasps> "What? What has happened? We you, we helped uh, Kreethni and the other Nectera fight the basket, and she told us that you were in here. You were given her symbol willingly. Yes. What? What about the creature that's been at the front door for four days? The four massive days. clockwork monstrosity. Four days." It's been four days. Notes to them. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't confuse me more. My brain's fragile. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's confusing. Where is here. it? We were. We've been unable to leave. We we've been unable to trade. The door was was swollen shut. We did that. The creature's dead. We got the door wet, and it and it swelled on its hinges. It's a, it's how we it's how we keep the claws of time from getting us. Claws of time oh, is such a cooler God. name. Santa Claus of time. Santa Claus of time. <laughs> can we escort them out to the... Well, we'll ask some questions, I guess, yeah, first. Can, um, can, can the time claw be killed? The claws of time be killed? Ask that. We, we don't know. We've never tried. We just run from it when it appears. You hear the growling, and, and you know, if you don't leave immediately, it will get you. And it will, it will try to destroy you. It got a hold of Kreethni once, and she was able to break free. How was she able to break free? I, I don't, I don't know. I, one of the, the, you know, we don't know. They're just sort of yeah. all answering you mm-hmm. as a group. Okay. She rolled high. She's crafty. <laughs> Is there anything else you can tell us to help us navigate through this dungeon? There was a, a rather odd human that showed up with that clockwork beast a few days ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where is he? He's where actually is that where beast? Here. That we disp- uh, disposed of the the beast. <gasps> you are heroes! Oh, did you hear that, everyone? <laughs> can we can we now leave the dungeon safely? It's, I mean, we've been trapped here. It is it is safe to leave now. Just do not stop in any. Keep running from the times claws of time. Well, we will we will give you information that we have. Then, friends of Kreethni, saviors, you are you are truly heroes. You have helped us. The odd human, he found his way into the Cradle of Quartz and made his way to the, the Crystal Chamber. Oh, crystal crystal chamber. chamber. The Claws of Time cannot go near this. Ooh. It is afraid. It is it is weak against whatever is happening there. Where is the Crystal Chamber? Yep. The Crystal Chamber is is over on the eastern side. We we can show you the way and they map out the the dungeon for you guys. Yes. So I'll Fantastic. really I'll really quickly go through and help you out and reveal what they know. Oh, that's awesome. By dragging one of your characters around and removing the fog of war. Yes. Gee, I wonder if this giant circle thing is where the <laughs> Oh. Whoa. Oh, okay. Throne room. So what I've done is gone through and and cleared up all of the fog of war awesome. for everybody except what's inside that central crystal. So the Cradle of Quartz opens up here and you can see to the north a a room that is what the Nectaris describe that as a, an unholy place. The they, killing zone. They don't like the feeling that they get when they go up to the north. And also, by the way, they tell you that there are several secret doors that I will also reveal for you guys so that they are no longer hidden. But since you did such a great job of befriending the Nectera, they tell you how to how to move through these spaces. And there are two hidden doors, one of them really close to you guys, just to the north at the what you thought was a dead end, yep. actually opens up 
and there's a secret door there further down in the southern chamber is another secret door so the chamber to the north they describe as a place that they never visit there is uh, some sort of evil presence there that they can't really quantify with their cute little sprite minds they just know that they have to stay away they also the claws of time doesn't really bother them either because they're just here living in this cave Mm -hmm. and they scamper away every time it shows up so they don't really have any more information about this hound of tindalos which i know is frustrating but they do their best to avoid the thing mm-hmm. and maybe that's the i mean tip. we're doing the best our best to avoid it as well <laughs> right so. i don't also blame want them to avoid right it. there's a similar looking angular shaped alcove area to the south and that is primarily used as living quarters for the priests and they they say you be careful if you go down there because there are creatures roaming yeah. the halls. Mm-hmm. Okay, I they, expect that. And they say that there is a um, also to the south a central chamber that has a sarcophagus in it <gasps> that the Brigites were using as a way to like keep their dragger honor their dead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's a it's a big like. Tra- <laughs> 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 that was pretty good. It's a big, like, 25 by 45 uh, chamber with eight columns. It looks very, like, fantasy dungeon-esque yeah. in there. Uh, there's some antechambers. Yeah, so that's the layout of this place. And then in the middle, uh, kind of, like, through the walls of where you guys are at right now, there's this massive cylindrical chamber, and that was where they saw Kosawana go. Or what they describe as the odd human, mm-hmm. the odd human who, who somehow matches the description past everything. of Kosawana. Well, he did have a Giant very large bodyguard to help. Was able to get through the dungeon and has not been seen since. Question: You said there are two doors, two secret doors. Yeah, there's yeah. one here. Yeah, and the other one is there. You go here. Okay, I'm gonna make sure you. They're both on opposite awesome. north south They're ends like, of the dungeon, and this is like 150. feet feet of dungeon in between yeah. them like they're on completely opposite sides north and south i um, love that they're like don't go north because it feels bad when we go up there and by the way if you go south there's de- like demons roaming the halls <laughs> yeah thanks guys so you your options are you're kind of six in one hand half a dozen in the other but either way you know you're gonna have to get through some sticky and gross in order to get to wherever kosawana might be yeah i do have a, a follow-up question for these nictera yes Varg will say in Faye, <laughs> which has got to look so funny coming from him. Yeah. Uh, his, uh, How's your accent? He's going. <laughs> it's awful. Okay. Varg wants to ask him. His understanding is that they lived here or do live here. Mm-hmm. So has the time monster, what they call it again? The time claws claw? of time. The claws of time. Claws of time. <laughs> was it, was there a time when it wasn't here? Cause it said it showed up four days ago. No, the clockwork Sphinx showed up four days ago. Yes. When Kosawana showed up four days ago. The claws of time to answer your question in Faye. <laughs> yeah. It has been here for as long as they can remember. Okay. Okay. So they've always Ooh. lived here and have always had to avoid it. They they sought refuge in the Cradle of Quartz to escape the Spellscar Desert. 
Uh-huh. So being in here with undead and a hound of Tindalos is somehow safer than roaming around outside Whoa. and trying to survive in the desert. Okay. Because they've got this pool of water. They mm-hmm. can grow food. And normally when there isn't a giant clockwork sphinx killing everything that com- that comes through the entryway, yeah. they can move in and out freely and trade. And and, and that backs up what Kreethney explained, too. That makes That so she hasn't sense. been able to contact them. And, and that's why. It's yep. because Kosawana's guard dog has been preventing any kind of movement through the Cradle of Quartz. Gotcha. Okay. For that four days. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I thought you said the Time Hound appeared in four days oh, ago. But well, I'm glad was... we cleared that up. The Time Hound has been there for as long as they can remember. Okay. To them, it is part of being in this dungeon. Basically, since Droxolos started messing with time. That is also that... lines up with Droxolos' journal, that he mm-hmm. was the one who may be responsible for this thing showing up. It's all his fault. I think we need to go... Here's the deal. The treasure hunter in me definitely wants to check out the antechambers to the south. Open that sarcophagus? Yes. Yeah, because there's like a a great Sawyer's flame bird in there (laughs) or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It probably is. Uh, But the Scared Academy wants to go north. I think our priority should be to find Kosawana. Absolutely, but I'm going to leave it up to you guys because I'm a 50-50 on north or south. Yeah. I'll go either way. It's so funny to me to hear you and your logic. Because <laughs> somehow Greg has, say, has said, I would go north or I would go south. But has also made it sound like both of them are bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they are. <laughs> they both are bad decisions. One's a bad decision with probably more treasure. What's everyone feeling? What's everyone feeling? I'm like Brittany. Going north yeah, what is, everybody is the shortest path. Like, like We're already just, up here. Yeah. yeah. It makes the most sense. But we also it. know... Well, we don't know what's going to be behind that door. I'm for looking north behind the secret door. But I think Luton would like to give these guys directions back to Kreethney. Okay. Uh, so they can escape and... Oh, she yeah. should get a and, hero point for that. And That's they, brilliant. They know the way back to Kreethney. Look they for the giant swarrow. Oh, yeah. And find your people. Do they need any food? You said nope. they hadn't eaten any... They have food. They've been, They've food. been They grow mushrooms oh, okay. on sure. the cavern walls. Yeah. All right. And in fact, they are excited to get back to Kreethni so that they can bring supplies to those in Ectera because they are a common source of water and food for them. Oh, hmm. what a sweet little I would love ecosystem. to give out a hero point for that, but I'm not going to. You know what? You they should... knew the way back. They've been waiting for someone to kill the monster at the front door. That's yeah. fair. Do we have anything else to ask them before we send them off? Because I think we can send them off. They don't want to be sent off. They live here. Well, they said... Can we escape They now? were stuck. Yeah, they were stuck because the clockwork sphinx was in the way. They just we wanted say, free passage in Now it's not, and now they can go. <laughs> <laughs> there you, you go. You guys okay. were already heroes before uh, you even opened the door. Nice. We're even more hero-y now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. To the north. How many hero points? Oh, everybody's got one because we oh, had yeah. to sleep. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll give everybody one. Hey! Yay! Hero point. He's passing Does everybody have two cards or one card? Don't say I never gave you anything. This is <laughs> trash. <laughs> you, it still counts as a hero point. Yeah. Basuda. Basuda. <laughs> You're Basuda. <laughs> All right. I say we go to the north then, since that's what Brittany wants to do. Everybody feels northy. <laughs> northy. Yeah. Northy. Okay. North. Goodbye, my friends. I wish you well on your travels. <laughs> <laughs> Onward. They see well-wishing as an insult. Oh, great. No, they don't. Have bad wishes, then. Because the, the life in the desert is harsh. <laughs> but it's not well, realistic to wish someone well. A well in the desert would be a good thing. Oh, did 
can we look around this chamber and just see if there's anything in the Nectera chamber? Yeah. No, there isn't. There's okay. just you know, they've been using it as a camp and just water and yeah, mushrooms. Water and mushrooms and a safe place to rest should the need arise in the Let's future. Let's remember oh, yeah. to come back here for rest. That's the main that benefit is a, there. A huge benefit. You may yeah. have to sleep in a puddle, but at That's least okay. you'll be safe. As you go to the north and into that uh, two by eight chamber at the very top there, shelves are carved into the stone walls of this chamber, filled with scrolls and texts of all sizes. A large bronze gear is set decoratively into the eastern wall. And when Scotty D says large bronze gear, he means eight feet tall. Whoa. It is a huge bronze gear. Big old gear. <laughs> LeBron's gear. Hey! <laughs> yeah! yeah! That's a hero point right there. Stop it with the hero point. LeBron Uh You know that there is a secret door here, but you don't know how to activate it. Great. Open sesame. So, Varg, do the crafting check. You do a... That's a uh, great idea. It does have a... Uh, let's get a perception check first, or a crafting oh, check. Okay. Either one. Either one. I'll, I'll Either roll one. for perception. 18 total crafting check. 28 total. 21 for, for crafting. 13 total perception. All right. So Darnayru and Luton, with your perception and your and your crafting, crafting together, you notice that there is a like a, a notch or a, or a cut-in that would accept a key. <gasps> so there, it looks like there is a key-shaped opening. And then I need a religion check. If anybody I got that. wants to roll a religion check. I'll roll one. Thank you, Duval. How's a 27 total? That sounds pretty good. It is the shape of the Brig holy symbol, which is that face, the clockwork looking face of Brig. Mm -hmm. It's her holy symbol. That's what you see. We don't have a key like that. You don't have a holy symbol of Brig on you either, but Darnayru, you get the sense that you could still, uh, you're a, what's your proficiency in thievery? Thievery? Expert. Yeah. You get the feeling that you could disable this. Hmm. And I would love to attempt to disable this. All right. I'd like to aid? aid. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, you can only aid if you are an expert in thievery. Oh, can't aid that. It is Heck a difficult no. lock and door. Is this all darn Iru? I rolled a 31. Ooh. 31. Total. Dang. 31. Yeah. That's 17 really good. 17 plus 14. That's nice. awesome. The DC to disable this device and open this door will be revealed first thing oh next week. That's <laughs> we end our episode. No. Didn't see it coming. Didn't That's see it coming. That's a solid cliffy. Sweet cliffhanger. <laughs> Not a gimme. Not a gimme. No, you said as soon as you said a difficult lock, I was like, I was like, oh crap, this is not going to be easy. I thought it would be like a, like a thirty-one. <laughs> really wish we had Balnor with his. Oh, oh, too Aww. soon, <laughs> too soon. That's hey, we'll was... see you next week, Thunder Buddies. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. 
Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.